3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You know, I found out yesterday that that actually is all Spanish when he says "Indecisión me molesta." Yeah. That sounds like they made part of that up. Indecision, <laughs> really? But I guess it's it's valid. Indecisión me yeah, molesta. It's
3: Spanish. Molestar is yet yeah, to bother in Spanish.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I know, but I mean, it's it was the indecision part that I thought didn't sound very Spanish. What they have another word for that? I
2: can't I find would... my phone. And oh, now here we go. See, we
1: I told you not to invite Italians on the show, and you do it anyway.
2: Somebody took my phone. I think Tevin did. I don't trust him. Really? Oh, 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 no, wait, here it is. Oh, it's
3: just under one of the thousand papers he brought into the studio.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was really passive-aggressive, the whole thing. And by the way, you can't do better than a box for a desk we don't bring it up what there, is this it's
3: been a whole it's a whole ordeal it's a whole no, ordeal
2: look at tom's sitting you're, there and you're like
3: exposing something 50, right now like, this on. isn't gonna
1: go well
2: here hang on a second
1: no, what are we doing uh, here guys. oh he's gonna show us the this
2: is, uh, see i didn't here. even know Can about you see stuff. this that's that's yeah, his, de- that's his desk that's his desk what
1: the hell is that
2: that's paul
3: you're really exposing some dirty secrets to the show yeah
2: i'm not know about that tom Tom, go to Ikea, drop $10 and buy the kid a desk, will you? I'm telling you. (laughs) Take the stream down, restart the show. (laughs)
4: Run it back. Cut it down. Get down. Get down. Get down. Run it back. Sorry, I ruined
3: everything. I know I get hungry. So sometimes you need some uh rice cakes that are in this box. So yeah. A little snack.
1: Just uh for the future, very quick reference to the future. From now on, if anybody's gonna send text messages to Tevin, his new name is Hurricane Pittman. Guys, that uh, is
3: a valid question. If somebody never a valid question. lived in Florida and you're like, I'm gonna I go, literally- go buy a house
2: and literally in the middle of the ocean. But wait, let me catch up. This is like, this was a sponsor, and he said it during a sponsor. That's correct. Yeah, that's okay. like having Diet Coke as a sponsor, and you go, I heard Diet Coke causes cancer. Am I right about that? <laughs> like, so <laughs> what's, no, if you've no, never Tom's lived through it? Right. If I'm buying a $3 million
3: house and I'm like, it's in the middle of where hurricanes could come through what's the likelihood that my house is going to be gone? Like, that's something that is a factor.
2: Yeah, but that's an inside voice thing. Yeah. Well, uh, well, don't throw it to me for questions just (laughs) randomly then during the show.
3: To be fair, I think your question was better than mine. Mine was just (laughs) like, (laughs) it gets hot. How bad is it?
1: I know. of you were a pain in the ass oh, yesterday. Guys. That's why we have a new rule. Whenever we have a guest on, all your mics are going off. That's Good, That's in now my defense. God. Oh, you we sell were...
2: Teslas? I heard they just got
3: recalled. How's that going? Another well, valid question. Are they safe? Yes, they're safe. Wait, okay. Calm. they They handled the
1: question very well.
0: I'm getting looped in with these two guys.
1: <laughs> you led the
2: way.
4: No, I didn't. I was lovely.
2: (laughs) She goes, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. By the way, you're so
4: natural. Brittany, you're so defensive right
2: now. You totally did. You're so defensive the way you did that. (laughs) I like that. I sat there
3: and acted like, oh, hurricanes, nothing. Right. So what's better? Pretending that they don't exist and now somebody's just caught off guard by a hurricane or they're prepared. All the cars. Let me give you an example.
1: Okay, uh, our special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, he's a plumber, and he installs a lot of bathrooms <laughs> for his wife. Yeah, but I heard a lot of people piss in toilets. Is that true? <laughs> no.
3: Bad things happen in life, and if you're not prepared, now you don't have the proper oh, now insurance. You're
4: pre-
1: now you're you prepared. Don't have,
3: like, I would have never known, Like, hey, what kind of things do you do to prepare for hurricane
2: season? Valid question. Uh, hi, this segment is brought to you by Dr. John Smith, the uh, podiatrist. I heard you break a lot of feet accidentally. Is that right? I will die on this hill. Correct? I'm I'm reading. Uh, I got I you. Got a, a one review, one star review on Yelp, Doctor Smith. Can you explain? next <laughs> Next time, I will ask about the bar, their favorite bar to go to, down the street. I love it. Um. Johnny's Bullet. OBGYN <laughs> emporium. I hear you deliver right. babies with a catcher's mitt. Is that cr- true, doctor? <laughs> is that true? Is that absolutely the case? Just about uh, outside.
1: Every time I see Paul McCurray, we've been friends now for what, like 20 years, something like that? Yeah, it
2: seems longer. a long but, time. Yeah, God bless
1: you. Long- oh, like seems longer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Is that because of my coworkers? <laughs> exactly. Is that what <laughs> it is? And I do, I, I do put, the, uh, put the arm on them to tell one of my... Your story... No, it was your father's funeral, correct? Yes. We're talking about? Yep. It's Paulie's father's funeral. And I'll just turn it over to Paulie. Right.
2: And by the way, it's so funny that you say Paulie because I've been wanting, because you could relate to this. We're so PC now, and everybody wants to pretend like there are no stereotypes, right? Right. I'm 100% Italian. And and I don't get upset about the PC thing like like the mafia right the uh, Italy Italians Renaissance art right, every movie that comes out of Hollywood is a mob movie right right and and right. They, and, and 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 I could be writing letters all day and everybody that's in a mob movie you know what. They look like me. You want to know why? Cause we're in the mob, the Italians. Nobody else. <laughs> Tevin, uh, not so much. Brittany, uh, she's so white, she's translucent. She's not in the mob. Okay, there you go. Uh, you know, the lead singer for Top Hat, okay, sees these up I don't know. So what I, so what I find, so I have, but I don't know. See, like, I'm a European immigrant. If you're a European immigrant, we've assimilated into the majority. But my grandparents were the minorities when they came here right. in 1920. Oh, yeah. So now yep. I people can make jokes about me and being Italian, but I can't say stuff about other people because I'm, like, the white guy, right? So I got mm-hmm. a friend. He's Chinese, and every time he sees me, I'm not making this up. He goes like this. Hey, Paulie, how you doing? Hey, Paulie. Every time. Every time. Like I'm Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. I don't talk that way. I don't talk that way. But because I'm a white guy, okay, I can't do that to him because he's a Chinese minority. I can't go, hey, George, how you doing, buddy? Like I can't do that, right? (laughs) But he he can do whatever he wants. And so everybody in my family calls me Paulie. To this day, they I'm call me Polly. and my cousin Bobby is, is in Rhode Island, and it's oh, a big God. Italian family, and I don't know. If, I, I mean, Ita- like his father was a barber. This is how Italian we were. You know, you go, you want. Like lunch meat, you go get cold cuts, you get them mm. cut at the deli or whatever. Yeah. No, not them. It's got to be fresh. He had his own meat slicer in the basement. And he would, <laughs> I swear to God. And he'd have loaves of like bologna. It's got to be fresh. And he'd cut it like this. You, got, you can't go. Ah, that started the And so I took my wife. Now, my wife is a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant potter, okay? Ooh, so they sure. don't emote, okay? They drink martinis, smoke cigarettes, and get divorced. They don't emote, all right? <laughs> the Italians just yell at each other over anything, right? So I right. took her. We met in high school, and we, uh, and we dated 15 years, by the way, before we got married. And uh, she proposed, finally. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't tell you the exact <laughs> words, but they ended with, or get off the pot! And... Uh, So I take her to this Italian Sunday dinner with the whole family. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All the food. And she starts eating and she's eating the first course. She's chowing down second course. I'm like, you got to stop. She goes, what? I go, there's more coming. She goes, no, no. It's like she, she was on the sixth course. She literally had one of those vomit buckets that they have in movies just to get <laughs> make room for the next course. So everybody's there smoking cigarettes. My cousin, Bobby, my uncle, Johnny, everybody. Right. There's like 15, 20 people in this little naughty pine basement, smoke everywhere. Everybody, And we leave. I go, how was it? She goes, it was nice. She goes, well, let me ask you something. I go, do you like everybody? She goes, yeah, everybody's really nice. She goes, but why was everybody yelling at each other? (laughs) Oh, yeah, why? (laughs) I'm like, no. I go, we weren't yelling. She goes, what do you mean? I go, that's how we talk. uh, Pass the meatballs. What did you mean by that? I never loved you. (laughs) Like that kind of thing. So my cousin Bobby, who my uncle Archie had a barbershop, and he would run numbers out of the back to make extra money. So I'd go get a haircut. I was a kid. And then a guy would come, and my uncle would go in the back room, and then he'd come out, and they'd, and they'd shake hands, and there'd be a little piece of paper and then some money under the paper. Ooh. And I didn't know what was going on, and I found out later that he was booking numbers out of the back to make extra money. And my cousin Bobby took up the family business, if you will. <laughs> and So he was always scamming. He, he dresses like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. He's got a big mane of hair. Right, he's got tight white pants. He's standing in just like the Sopranos. There's a social club on Charles Street. That's where he grew up. And he's stand and he's always like, and the legs are always moving. Like, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like he's got like six live snakes in his pants. Like, how you, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Right? And and he was always he always had a he always has a scam. He's always selling stuff. So at one point he was selling out of the trunk of his Ford Torino, of course, suits, ratchets, and car alarms. Sure. Car alarms he stole out of other people's cars. (laughs) (laughs) And when you say to him, hey, Bobby, maybe the fact that you were able to steal this means it's not a very good alarm. He goes, what are you doing? It just doesn't have the box. Shut up, here. It's 25 bucks. It's fine. It just doesn't have the box. So so he... um, And uh, he comes to my father's funeral. Now, it's the summer. It's an Italian Catholic open casket funeral. So there's my father, all made up in the thing. And everybody's coming up saying, oh, he looks so lifelike. No, he doesn't look lifelike. He looks dead. He looks like a dead man with bad makeup, okay? So my cousin... So now you come to a funeral to pay respects in subdued colors, right? Gray, black. Not Bobby. Not Bobby. Bobby is... there's a receiving line and in the distance I see an orange dot. And oh. it's Bobby. He's got a fluorescent orange silk shirt, unbuttoned gold chains, white pat leather belt, white slacks, a creamsicle with chest hair, right? <laughs> white mesh loafers. No socks, because it's the summer and you want to be stylish, right? Yeah. But Bobby, being the guido that he is put powder on his feet but he overdoes everything so he put too much powder so every time he'd step toward the casket puffs of white smoke were coming out of the tops of his shoes (laughs) and I'm like oh somebody nominated a pope this is awesome right so I'm standing there and I'm now laughing at my father's funeral I'm like right next to the casket and what? Bobby comes up and he's walking like he's got the snakes in his pants, right? And he goes and he kneels down and he says a prayer at the casket. And then he takes a car alarm and he puts it in the casket as oh. a tribute to my father. I swear to God, he thought this was <laughs> funny, right? Right. And then, yeah, exactly. And then he comes over to me and oh, oh and he makes, he comes over to me and he, he shakes my hand and he goes like this he goes, hey, Paulie. He goes, Paulie, Uncle Otta. He was a good man. And he palms me $50 like I was a maitre d' at a restaurant. <laughs> it was something for the funeral. And he a makes this fountain. turn. There was now the place is filled with people, and there are some pretty women there. And he makes this turn like Elvis, and he start, He makes this big like, hey, how you doing? And he, and, he, <laughs> and he starts hitting on women at the funeral, like with his powdered yeah. feet, and his, his smelling like cologne. With a Oh my god. he's just He's just a piece of work. Just a it's a wonderful work. story. He's I love that story. story.: And now he's got a new thing. He, you know uh, we, we, my mother had her furniture store for sixty three years, and she, we just closed it recently. and but he came to see her one day, and I was happened to be there, and he goes, uh, he goes "My mother's name is Tina." he goes, "Hey, Auntie Tina, how you doing?" He really does talk like that." Hey, Bobby. What are you doing now? My mother's gets mad at my cousin Bobby because she runs numbers. He got arrested. He he was running a hundred thousand dollars a week, Ooh. numbers racket out of his father's house when my uncle passed away. My mother's brother. He was driving a Jag. His wife was driving a Mercedes she was wearing jewelry it was like right out of goodfellas right no visible means of support the fbi wiretapped the house and they busted him and he had to, like oh. he ended up sir right and they're like you know they're going around like with all this money so he comes to see my mother one day and he goes auntie tina he goes i'm in your business now she goes what do you mean your business yeah i'm selling i'm in your furniture business now she goes bobby what do you know about the furniture business he goes hey what's to know he goes i'm selling mattresses now she goes bobby where are you getting the mattresses yeah i got a guy I got a guy. He's always got a guy. He goes, yeah, I was at the dump one day. I saw this big pile of mattresses. I got them for like 50 bucks each. I got this Chinese guy. He recovers them. I charge $600. I'm raking it in. It's like, (laughs) my mother's like, get out of my store right now. Just get out of my store. You probably have bed bugs on you. Get out of my store. So, yeah, he's, he's still doing his thing. It's crazy. He's, well, he's, I'm glad that
1: Bobby's still being Bobby. That's all I have to say. I, Bobby needs to be Bobby. I know. And Me you too. know what?
2: He's not ironic. It's not like he, he's just that's the beauty of it is like he is who he is. You know yeah. what I mean? He's not he, he doesn't make any apologies. You know, he's just, you know, he's Bobby Cutlets. You know what I mean? He's like Bobby, Bobby Cutlets. <laughs> AJ, we got we got uh, Phil today.
4: Uh, we are supposed to, yeah. I haven't seen him hop in. Uh, uh, in oh, yet. Okay, well, like I was, said, I just didn't want to hold him off. Here.
1: I don't want to hold him off, but you know, it all works out in the end. It, it's, um, I was telling a story, I guess, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, very quickly. But I'm only telling this because Paulie is my Italian buddy mm-hmm. that I had friends when I was a kid going to Catholic school, St. Joseph's over in North Minneapolis. And I walk in the house and, and it was all about assimilating because people hate the word assimilation, even though it's a wonderful thing. Let's kind of meet in the middle. Mm. I will assimilate toward you. You assimilate mm. toward me. It's a really good thing. But everybody hates that idea. Right. They think it's an insult. Right. So I go to, when I go to the, their house, I follow their rules. So I walk in and I ask for my buddy and his father is there. His father's from Sicily. Mm. And nice guy. So uh, I'm standing there trying to think of something. I'm nine years old, by the way, at the time. And I'm trying to think of something to say to, to Mr. I don't want to say their last name, but I said, uh, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I like that you're playing a little Tony Bennett. He goes, What? I said, You're playing some Tony Bennett. He goes, Tommy, in this house, his name is Antonio de Benedetto, okay? <laughs> Which is his real name, by the way, but people don't know it that his real name was Antonio de Benedetto. And he changed it to Tony Bennett to kind of uh, honky it up, I guess.
2: Yeah, anglicize himself, right? Yeah.
1: Anglicize himself. But I just love the
2: fact that that his and again, it was all about me going, Okay, I understand. And this house
1: is not Tony Bennett.
2: But I could see I could see him saying that. I could see that look in his face like you just (laughs) killed his mother. Like, hey, you do not talk about Tony Bennett that way in this house. You have some respect, my friend. You understand? And uh, and so, uh, hey Phil Mackey, I know you, Paul Macario. What's going on, man? Hey buddy, I texted you. I was telling you I was coming to town. It's good to see you.
0: I need to uh, I need to be better about getting back to people who text me.
2: When yeah, they're coming you in ghosted town. me, and now we're gonna have this on this the is, air. This is now the it's we're... gonna happen right Ooh. now. An Irishman, an Italian. I'm com- I got a knife. I'm coming at you, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Why do you hate I that? I got a knife in one hand, and I got a, a loaf of bologna, martadella in the other. Oh, well, nice you so found me. Way.
0: This is the podcast I'm part of on Mondays and Fridays, and so it all worked out. Oh, oh
2: now look at you being a politician and sidestepping <laughs> yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Hey, it all worked out that I completely did. No, I'm just kidding. Feel Good to see, you planned it. Tom, I got to talk to you about your choice of people who you're doing business with. But we'll do that. Oh, after there's today. no. <laughs> my whole life has been a disaster. <laughs> there's no question.
1: No, about Phil was you, always
2: awesome to me. I when I when I would come into town oh. and would go on a show, it was always awesome. Just giving you a hard time. I'm glad to hear that, Paul. And I've been friends for about 20 years, Phil. I didn't, I didn't
1: even know you guys knew one another. That's no, wonderful. well, we so
0: we used. I mean, this is there's a whole long tale here, but Paul used to come in studio when we were doing live radio on 1500 ESPN. Oh, and sure, a few I years ago, we, we, we aren't we aren't doing live in studio stuff anymore on 1500 ESPN. But by the way, did you guys see? Just to like take this to a sports lane real quick here. Did anyone see the football game last night? Wow. Is, so that, the, is that what
2: you want to call that? Yes.
0: the. It
3: made the I think the Vikings defense should be considered <laughs> mean, the greatest defense the, of all Vi- time.
0: You the mean Vikings the NFL team against the Pee Wee team? That was the, the funniest part about that game last night. So Brandon Staley is the head coach. I think I I haven't checked the news this morning. I think he's still the head coach of the Chargers. <laughs> Ooh. And he he had a report. So the, the Chargers gave up like 63 points. At one point, there was like a 400-pound lineman running in for a touchdown <laughs> right. for the Raiders.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And after the game, a reporter says, Brandon, do you think you'll still be the coach tomorrow? And he says, "Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know. And the follow-up question was, do you think you deserve to be the coach tomorrow? I love how mad these sports reporters get. Like, when a team plays like crap, they take it personally, and they want to cut you at that press conference. But, you know, he
2: invited that because a few weeks ago they were asking him, like, do you think it's a good idea to keep calling the defensive plays since you're not? And he goes, I call the plays. I blah, 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 blah. Don't ask that question anymore. That's what he said to reporters. And I'm like, this guy's on his way out. Because yeah. when yeah. they lose it like that, and you tell someone not yeah. to do and I'm Italian, I know. You tell somebody not to do something, they're going to do the opposite. Don't kill that guy. <laughs> all right, now I'm going to kill him because you told me not to kill the guy. All right? like Yeah, he's, and a, he's a little tense. It's and like, yeah, a...
0: maybe you just need to take yeah. it. That's why I like Bill Belichick. Because they're asking Bill Belichick the same questions, and he's just like, uh, we're just preparing for Cincinnati. Don't even we're get just, me started just, about Belichick. I'm a Patriots fan.
2: <laughs> that guy is dead to me. Don't get me started. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, oh my God. years of dynasty, and you're just out no, on Bill Belichick. No, st- stop it. See, Phil, I'm glad you didn't call me back because you annoy me. And so <laughs> here's the thing. He's a terrible GM, Okay. And everybody, everybody in New England is like, oh, my God, let, let's have him lose all the games, and they will get the number one pick. Yeah, you know what this idiot's going to do with the number one pick? You want to know what he's going to do? He's going to, just to go, like, against the grain and be a contrarian, he's going to, like, draft, a, like, a one-legged punter. Uh, like, like, yeah, he kicks it. His stump puts a spin on the ball. And so, like, he could get a quarterback. No, no, no. He's a terrible GM. Uh, he's got to go.
0: I think you're I think if you're him, I think
2: you draft the one-legged
0: punter in the first round, then you leave for the Chargers job the day after the draft. <laughs> That's,
2: That's exactly can we, right. You
1: guys do me one favor though. Hmm. Uh in, in about nine minutes, uh, our one-legged newscaster is gonna be on. Nice lead in. Uh, are you <laughs> serious?
0: Chris Eggert.
1: <laughs> Chris Eggert. Come on. I'm not making it. How up. good am I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's it is true. We do it. We do have a one-legged newscaster on the time of they- our time. Our podcast has just become Paul fighting with all of our contributors. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God it just didn't come oh. up. When a, oh my God! I know exactly. I'm
1: listening to you two, and it's like, and then he took his stump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We know can Chris punt? Can Chris punt? He can save the Patriots from drafting a punter in the first round. Oh
2: my God! Well, listen. You know, I think we should just address the elephant or the stump in the room, as it were. And, yes, uh, yes, we should. All right. Well, I, I still think that's what he's going to do. But wow. Okay. Oh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. I know I'm going to say something inappropriate. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to keep it. Not you.
1: <laughs> we've never done that before. But Phil, I got to tell you something. To Paul, like I said, we've been friends like 20 years, or maybe even longer than that. But watching Paul around Catherine and Andy and Alex is one of my favorite things. about He would come in, oh, Paulie. My kids adore this, man. I keep trying to talk him out of it, but I
2: can't, you know. Uh, it was great when I saw you in Florida and we hung out and we had a great time. Oh, that
1: was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I went down to the beach with Catherine and hung yeah. out and made fun of some people with stumps. Yeah. Well,
2: Tom, yes, you know, really Well, always. there was a big controversy. Tom decided it was thong day. So he wore his thong bathing suit. Yeah. So that I was good. I uh... looked good in the thong, wouldn't I? <laughs> you, look, yeah. you did.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you got to be play. careful around Tom at the beach. You know, he's always got the <laughs> yeah the American flag Speedo is his you know, thing he likes sure. to out. Yeah.
2: No sure. I actually no wore one of those. I was a swimmer growing up, and I had I, that was the uh, Mark Spitz thing, and I had those American oh, sure. yes, flag Speedo. And I look at myself now, I was a little chubby. I was a little like, I looked like sausage. You? Casey look like sausage casing yeah i look back now and it was like what do you want to have let's have a loaf of bread a plate of pasta and some potatoes gee i wonder why i have a weight problem <laughs> <laughs> good stuff though oh my god
0: it's not nice. often that like 20 years later you look better in the american flag speedo as you get older yeah it's a rare thing
2: exactly right exactly well, mm, and, it's I, a good thing. and i got both my legs so there you i got that going for me <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's not letting that go the whole rest of the yeah, interview there's no not, question about you it should not have brought gonna be that up. I cannot wait because Paul's coming back this afternoon for the family podcast, or this morning, I should say, late morning. Mm. And uh, Andy will be on that, so it'll be wonderful watching Uncle Paulie attack uh, <laughs> his his uh, distant nephew Andy on the air. It'll be magnificent.
2: Wait, remember the time you had me? You had me uh, say words like with an Italian accent, like that. Yes, dude, it drives. <laughs> Who did it drive crazy? I'm losing uh, your daughter, right? Alex, Alex, was right, Alex. Yeah, 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 Alex, right. Over crazy. Is she? Is she gonna oh, be there today? Wonderful. No, she won't be around today. She She's not in on Fridays. Uh, we should have her call in so I could do that to her. She doesn't like it when people like over, over do things. So I would so over like sort of pronounce Italian words and stuff like that. So like, I'm, I think I'm gonna have some mozzarella and a <laughs> hey, for now, but like, What do you do? with the thing? Like. <laughs>
1: So then Brittany, she starts doing it. Alex starts doing it. She goes,
2: hey, Dad, who's the guy we have on today? So she's doing it
1: back to him. It was, it was wonderful. It was a I feel like Tommy. Paul would
0: fit right in with this, uh, the new Giants quarterback, this Tommy Tommy DeVito, Tommy, hey, Tommy Cutler, his agent with the fedora, oh his his dad yeah. with the the chains and the chest hair coming out. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I it's for, another I touchdown that. for I the had, Giants. I had to look for a minute. I'm like, is that my cousin Bobby on national television? Like, yeah. <laughs> they could
1: see that to be true. They're
2: kissing each other, grabbing each other by the face. That whole thing.
1: Okay, now here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Very quickly. It's time for the Phil and Paul sports report. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm I'll, ready. I'll just... Okay. I'll all right. Well, he, in the way. Here's, here's, your, here's your sports report. The Vikings scored three points last week against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They play tomorrow against the Cincinnati Bengals with their fourth quarterback of the season. Can the Vikings score more than three points in a football game? We find out tomorrow on Fox. It's Kenny, Kenny Albert here. It's the Vikings and the Bengals. Next on Fox. Can anyone score more than three points?
2: I can guarantee you a way not to score more than three points. Get Mac Jones on your team. Well, <laughs> it's I got
0: an email this morning because Vikings fans post Kirk Cousins injury are just desperate for, oh my, you know, who's going to, who's going to play quarterback. Right. I did get an email from a listener this morning asking, hey, could you buy low on Mac Jones? Could you, could you float like a fourth round pick to the page? And I, I, that's.
2: No. Man, that is quarterback beer goggles do, right there. You do not. Right, yeah, right. it's like – I knew from the beginning, just the way he talks. Yeah, I kind of – I knew I should have done, thrown that quarterback. He doesn't sound like a football player. He's a low talker. Yeah, he's you a, can't trust a, those guys. I don't get to – he, he sounds like an accountant with a with a <laughs> wheezing asthmatic problem. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The guy's got to go. The whole team's got to get washed out. I'm going to play yeah. for them. I could do better. They could
0: use a receiver, I think. I think if you can – he can get out there and catch a pass. Vikings could, too, by the way. I think the Vikings dropped 100 passes last week.
2: So. Do you guys miss yeah. Kirk Cousins? Everybody likes Kirk Cousins. Oh, God, right? yeah.
0: I'd put Kirk Cousins out there in a walking boot before I'd put most of these back mean, <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, like, Kirk Cousins, can you just stand back there and take the snap and don't, just, don't move? Just just throw the ball, and we'll try to keep you. He, actually, Kirk Cousins, against doctor's orders, he crawled his way into the ocean like two weeks ago, and he was in the Cayman Islands. The doctors are saying, "Don't fly, don't travel." He's mm-hmm. like, "Nope, wow. I need to go get some saltwater therapy." So there's a video of Kirk just crawling his way into the ocean with. A, if he can crawl into the ocean, he can play quarterback exactly. for three hours. But <laughs> so put his ass out
1: there. I tell you what, I,
2: I, we'd do better if we replaced uh, Mac Jones with a with a one legged quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know,
1: he's yeah. um. <laughs> not letting it go. That's all I'm saying. He's not going to let it go. There's no doubt about it. But in any case, Phil, a magnificent. Re- I see. I well, this That was great. Like, right? I, I was great today, wasn't I? Was you Well, as stuff. usual, it's just a given Mondays and Fridays. You just lock it in. And then we kind of drag along with Judd the other three days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, more like dud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's very sweet of you. No doubt about it. Phil, I did not know you and Paul knew one another. This is, that, that was wonderful to watch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Paul was like one of a, Paul was a great guest when we uh, when we were doing the fifteen hundred ESPN thing. Out if if Paul wants but to join Purple Daily and talk Vikings at some point, maybe we maybe we do that in the future. If, yeah. There you go, Phil. That so shows from what,
3: the dungeon right down in the like it was like in the basement, no windows.
0: No, it, well, well, it is a dungeon with no windows, but it's on the second level. The oh, okay. TV stuff is on the first floor of the Hubbard Building, and then the the old AM studio is yeah. There is one window, I guess, but they usually keep the blinds closed so that you don't. You're not sure what's so happening. So, Phil, outside.
2: you're a sports guy. If you, were, if you were drafting for the Patriots, what quarterback would you take? Wow.
0: We're, they're drafting probably second, right? Second or third. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Drake May is probably going to be sitting there. Caleb? Right. That's the, the North Carolina kid. If, oh, Caleb's probably going number one. So if you, can, if you can draft Caleb, draft Caleb. If you can draft Drake May, that's great, too. Um,
2: otherwise, gotta good luck. I got to tell you, I just miss my old team. I miss Gronk. Uh, oh, that yeah. guy was injury prone. He'd get injured like he'd throw his shoulder out. You don't watching get any. to complain.
0: Huh? He would, yeah, listen to this. I love, I love my Boston fan. sports oh, fans are great. Me They're me like, we haven't won a championship
3: rings. in five minutes. Right. <laughs> what the, what are you, you don't get to complain
2: about anything. Well, I'll tell you, this uh, Minneapolis-Minnesota hospitality went right out the window, didn't it, Tom? All <laughs> right. did. I'm, you want to throw down? About. I'll go. I'm Italian. Bobby, get in here. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> hey, you need something, Paulie. <laughs> I got I'll take you know, care of it for you. Brilliant. Yeah, report, you're right. So. I guess we shouldn't complain, but uh yes. this is like that, that's exactly. why when it's so like that yeah. and then it's like this. Come on guys, give me a hug. Yeah, give him a hug. Give us one on of somebody. your Super Bowl rings.
3: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get
2: you a proper desk, young man. That's what Thank I'm going to do. actually. That is
3: very appreciated.
2: Why are you sitting at a it's, crate?
3: Uh, we don't have to discuss this on there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
1: weird. All right, we got to take a break here, Phil. Hang on, we'll I got two bricks
2: him. I'm going to give him to use as a desk. Oh, you got it.
1: Okay, yeah, that sounds good. We'll see you guys That'll Monday. <laughs> see you Monday, man. We'll be right back in just a couple seconds. Paul Mercurio in studio. Paul, now you, right now...
2: Uh, you're of one Comedy. of the producers. I'm at the What's House that? Comedy this weekend.
1: The House of Comedy this weekend. There's okay. no question about it. But you're one of the producers of these. Uh, well, I do show. a bunch of different.
2: I, I I perform on the show. I do it. Wear a couple of different hats. So depending on the day, I'll, I, I'm doing a lot of performing on the show these days, but also producing, writing, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yep. But and then also and, getting. And seated. then you, get,
1: mm-hmm. you got this this touring show that you're doing.
2: Yeah, permission to speak, and I, we're going to bring it to Minnesota. It's my Broadway show that Frank Oz is directing.
1: I mean, here we go. We got Broadway shows. We got national television with Stephen Colbert. We got the House of Comedy, big shot.
2: Yeah, exactly. Paul, do you ever
3: um, work? I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> Must be nice sitting around all day. <laughs> we'll
4: we'll you know. be
1: right back to insult a little more I there's no so. question about it I hope so. the other song kokomo it's supposed to be of the florida keys right hate to break your beach boys bubble but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song fortunately for the rest of us the florida keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in minnesota if you're a resident now that's a reason to move south in addition to florida and all of monroe county being beautiful the keys from key largo to key west are even more beautiful and i'm not making that up i love the keys man This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, and he's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria. Christine. uh, uh, By the way, Kristen Eklund was on the show yesterday. Kristen's as good as it gets. Uh, She's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country, by the way. From coast to coast mortgage, she gets you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys. So they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com.
0: Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact
3: us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
2: Going with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw
1: and Bryant. Yeah, babe. I didn't even make it back in time. Damn it. I thought I had time perfectly. How long you guys been back? They'll tell me in a minute. Not, not too long. We just, we just are
4: good. Like you, you go
1: ahead. I just missed it by a second or two. Damn it. I thought I timed it perfectly. Anyway, you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risks. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. And I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser.
3: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: You know how I know there's there's a God. I know there's a God because I'm sitting here with all my coworkers having a wonderful time. Uh, Paul Mercurio is in studio, Uh, Chris Eggert is uh, on with us now of course reporting the news and uh, you got about a 10-minute introduction Chris I don't know if you know that or not usually I just do the lead in say Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608 usually that's how we introduce you But Paul and uh, Phil Mackey decided to introduce you in a different way today, about 10 minutes early. Should we tell them about that, Polly?
2: Oh, my God. I can't believe you're going to. Yeah. You want me to tell them? I think you should tell (laughs) them. So uh, I'm a page. Hi, Chris. Nice to meet you. I'm, nice to meet you, too. Big fan. By the way, this is a classy operation. We got, like, actual glasses now. <laughs> buy the guy me. a desk. If you can buy glasses, you can buy this guy a desk. <laughs> I still don't understand why he's sitting where he's sitting. He doesn't even have any peanuts. He's barely got any cashews. Oh, uh, Britney ate all those.
0: Paul, why are you blowing up our spots right. so Brittany hard right, right now? This is the
3: last time Paul's coming into <laughs> Okay. We're either do done. I think I'm the only one safe from this conversation. So, so I Punky basically
2: um, was saying, Chris, that um, Bill Belichick is got to go. He's a terrible GM. And, you know, somebody says, well, he'll get a high draft pick. And I'm like, yeah, knowing him, be a contrarian, he won't get a quarterback, which we need. He's going to go out and get like a one-legged punter. Oh, the... I, he- I, heard. I
4: heard. Oh, <laughs> geez. I heard. Okay. <laughs> huh Can I see
2: can I see your stump? Uh no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: oh, I've already got a um, petition to cancel you um already out there in the universe, so I'm sorry. change.org. It's has uh, been <laughs> your way. Um my mom and about four other people who care have already united and nice. their names are on the petition <laughs> and- <laughs>
2: uh, this is the only, I'm the only person that it can lose lose promotion by going on a show. Actually, people return <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. I had no idea. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. You know, it's funny. The thing.
4: You're fine. Why would you know? Who cares?
2: <laughs> That's very very
1: true. So, Chris, what's the latest in the well, news? Well,
4: well, guys, it's a big day today. Uh, I've got three <gasps> stories for you that are um, I, I think Paul will appreciate. Uh, one of them, is to name a snowplow deadline here in Minnesota. Today's your last day to submit your guesses for naming your own snowplow. Yes, uh, Paul, that's a thing. Um, we also have a story about a U of M professor who's invented a, uh, birth control pill for men. So we've got that going on. And then today's the day we're supposedly going to find out the winning flag and it just to refresh everybody's memory.
2: Those, what, the, what do you think of those, Paulie? What do you think of those flags?
4: Yeah, which one of these do you like, Paul?
2: For uh, a third world country?
4: <laughs> well, it's, uh, well, I, that's... Is this debate, from Minnesota? for Minnesota? Yeah. Yes, it's for the state of Minnesota.
2: Okay, I don't like the one on the left. It's all swoopy because... It, this one? I, yeah, that just feels like I dropped acid and things aren't going right. Uh, okay. So what the, about
4: this guy? The
2: one on the right actually does look like a flag of a third world country. <laughs> does? Uh, with a dictator. Uh,
4: yeah, and, and then this this guy,
2: I would probably go with that one, uh, because it's clearly uh, the birth of Jesus. Uh, it, <laughs> sure, that? that's let a- me
4: let me just point out this. And I've been looking at these uh silly designs now for about two months. This is a loon right here.
1: Oh that? boy, yeah, and strange. it's
4: and it's a loon up there in Doing the white, upside down. Yes, that's the first time I noticed that. You mean it's supposed looking- to be a bird? That's terrible. Well, it's it's abstractly. Oh, it please. Unlood.
2: Somebody charged saying. the state $600,000 and they had their three year old kid draw draw this. <laughs> it's true. No,
4: nah, nah, the designers are not getting paid. They're doing it just for the love of the game. So, so what's for the choice? What is, is there
2: a choice? Is somebody <laughs> choosing? Who's choosing? Well,
4: there's a, there's a. Listen, we've got a lot to do in Minnesota. So, we have a commission, and the commission will be deciding which of those flags. Will live on in infamy uh, as our state flag, and we might we might find out today. So if you're in town for this, this is going to be huge.
2: Should I, I should bring it up in my show tonight? Don't you think this weekend? Talk uh, about guessing, it on stage. I'm gonna um, guess
3: not many people even know this is going on right now. Really?
4: You I think that's uh, probably They, been talking about they, it for they three do, months. Kevin. It's the yeah. only thing on social media. Like literally, it's, it's the
0: everywhere.
3: The, I think the general public, you'd get a lot of huh
2: or I don't care. <laughs> or like we have a state oh, flag. Oh for sure I don't no. care.
4: For yeah. sure they'd say I don't care. What is but the flag people... right
2: now? What what does What's it look the... like? The state flag. Uh
4: it's a blue sheet with a an, an old school emblem right in the middle which depicts things that are not to be depicted anymore.
1: Which I disagree with. I think it honors you the You mean man. like a Confederate it... flag
2: or something like what no, is it? No,
4: it's just there's there's been some oh, things okay. pointed so, out yeah. that
2: yeah. yeah, there's a lot
0: on the flag. Like if you ignore the fact that it may or may not be perceived as racist, it's also a cluttery mess uh-huh. in its yeah. disgusting. It's
3: essentially a, a Native American on a horse and then a white guy farming the land that oh, used to geez. be the Native Americans. Yeah, see, it's not the greatest. No, <laughs> look, look how much
4: look how much better these are gonna be. Oh, those yes. those yeah. I will salute those every morning. Yeah. I can't wait to I get up and every pledge morning. allegiance to the upside down loon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I
4: pledge allegiance to the loon and the United Counties of Minnesota.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh you very much. All
4: right. I got a roll, you guys. Paul, nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you. You got a roll. I thought you had to quarter too.
4: No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're. I, I, I'm in a different part of the building for this today, so I got further to go. Sorry.
2: You big baby. Sorry. Sorry. Big baby. The guy's only got one leg, and he's fine. He's not yeah, a baby. I he's a man. Walk all the way across. Yeah.
4: The, thank you, Paul. I have to walk all the way over there with my one leg. Right. Yeah.
3: Let's
2: petition to get Chris a scooter.
4: Yeah. Oh, we
2: should. Is it walk right. or hop? What's that? Is it walk or hop?
4: It's kind of a gallop. Actually,
2: it's like, <laughs> <laughs> <sort laughs> a gallop. Oh, well, nice. sort
4: of a uneven leg thing. But anyway, all right, you guys. Have a good night. See you. <laughs> Bye. Nice to meet
1: Especially you. Uh, yeah, he's about as good as it gets. I, Chris is a great part of the show. There's no question. He he will put up, Paul, with anything. Well, it's just I
2: Leave it to you to, like, bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. And then that's the first thing. You, right, Brittany? Leave it, it was to you What are so you talking Pop about? Tom there, blowing every single the runway I, that I you
4: created was the worst situation I've been in on the show, and that's saying something.
1: What are you talking about?
4: I hated it. I hated it.
1: You hated what?
4: The so, Paul, why don't you tell him what you were talking about?
1: Yeah, well, did full disclosure.
2: What's wrong with full disclosure? Yeah, full it was disclosure. A vibe that I- Tom and loves like hurricanes. To, Tom loves to put me in a corner like that and then make yeah. me wiggle my way out of it. I love hurricanes.
1: I love guys with one leg. I like all that stuff. Hey,
2: when there's are no, we gonna but... go driving together and yell at people? That's the most fun oh, I've ever had when we were. Ollie here.
1: just loves how I drive a car. He's a big fan of me driving a car. There's no question. You about would it. get you
2: son of get out of the goddamn. God you would get the <laughs> New York City Taxicab driver of the year award every year. You would kick. <laughs> <true>. You would. <laughs> Oh my God! I had the, I had the worst like about two weeks ago. I had a cab driver, and you know me, I got to like say something. I'm always confronting people, right? And my wife Carol's like, you got to let it go sometimes. And I think if you say something, then maybe people change their you know crappy behavior, right? So and and Brittany, you're shaking your head no, but um, so I'm in a cab and I'm just heading you know in, in Manhattan to where I got to get, and uh, um, <clears throat> this cab driver stops at a stops at a red light. And he rolls his window down. I don't know what's going on. Light turns green. He doesn't leave. I know, mean, what's going on? And he all of a sudden I see in his hand like a, a bunch of orange rinds, like a case worth the orange rinds. Like I've never seen somebody like he had scurvy or something, right? <laughs> and he leans over and he throws the orange rinds through the window, trying to hit a garbage can on oh. a sidewalk 50 feet away. <laughs> Indian guy. And he misses. Yeah. Cause he's not black he's never gonna make that shot that's an NBA sure. guy right you know what I'm saying he's an Indian guy he's not gonna do it he misses Ryan's go everywhere he starts to pull away I go wait he goes what I go you just threw your garbage on the street and he kind of looks at me like hey like this little like creepy creepy like laugh I'm like he goes well what I go you got to get out and pick out your garbage he goes no I go what do you mean no he goes, it's just a big city. It doesn't matter. I go, no, it's still a community with people and, like, interacting with each other. And then I go off, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do that, why don't you just every Wednesday make waffles and just run down, go down the street? Hey, if it's Waffles Wednesday, and throw waffles out, right? And he's like, well, I'm, I go, get out of the cab and pick up your garbage. He goes, no. I go, get out of the cab and pick up your garbage. He gets out of the cab. He picks up every orange ring. He was so mad. He gets back in the cab. We get to the destination. The cab fare is $12.50. You know what I give him? $12.50. He goes, Ooh. he goes, what? No tip? I go, no. He goes, N-. I go, no, I'm not going to give you a tip. He goes, why? I go, because you're just going to buy oranges with it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> More rinds to throw
1: in the street. Oh, that's exactly God. why. It just never ends. I used to love New York cab drivers when I lived in New York. It was in the early to the mid 80s. It was just, I loved living there so much. I guess it was the late 70s and the mid 80s, but. That's the kind of stuff that happens in New York that I love so much.
2: Oh, there was just outside the, the late show yesterday, this older guy, borderline homeless. I don't know. He didn't like the way the guy was turning right onto the street in a big SUV, and he stood there with his arms open in the middle of 53rd Street and wouldn't let the car go down the street screaming at him and taking pictures with his phone. Like, and, and I get that level of anger because I have it, I guess because I'm Italian, and also then the city just, it pours on. Like, it happened to me, so I had a lunch, right, with somebody, and now we taped the Late Show on the west side of Manhattan, and I was having lunch, at this diner, restaurant, nothing fancy, on the east side. It's a long way to go east to west, and expensive in a cab, as you remember, Tom. Right? So, um, I'm having lunch, and uh, I the guy gets a sandwich and a coke. I get like a salad with like tuna, uh, with like scoop of tuna on it, and like and like coke. Now, how much do you think that bill should be? Give me a ballpark. Sandwich, salad, couple of drink, couple of cokes. Forty dollars. It was fifty-three dollars before yeah, it the tip. doesn't surprise me. Right. Minnesota it'd right.
1: be forty bucks.
2: Okay, so uh, still for New York, even though I live there, I'm like that's a lot, right? But I don't say anything because it's kind of a business thing. I don't want to look cheap, but it's bothering me and it's annoying me. And then we're heading back to the studio, and I got to go to rehearsal, and it's like I got, I think I got screwed. I know I got screwed, and I always think I'm getting screwed, and then I'm going to change things, right? So I, so I'm like, and I start looking at the, I'm looking at the receipt, and I, and I get to the studio, and I look at the receipt, and the guy charged me twelve dollars for a scoop of tuna for one scoop of tuna. <laughs> so now my wife's like like, okay, you're shaking your head, like, okay, let's just let it go, no, I can't, so <laughs> I'm in the middle, I call up the restaurant, and I go, I want to speak to the manager, because I'm that guy, I always oh, have to speak God. to the manager, Carol will tell you, we can call her right now, and, like, I go, can you explain to me why you charged me $12 a doing? dinner? he goes, well, I had to charge it like it was a sandwich, I go, but it wasn't a sandwich, he goes, but I had to charge it that way. I go, no, it wasn't a sandwich. He goes, no. I go, but you don't understand. There was no evidence of bread, lettuce, tomato. There was nothing. There wasn't a pickle. There was there was no, in fact, there wasn't even a scoop of tuna. It was a scoop of mayonnaise with a hint of tuna. And, he, and he, goes, he goes, well, I had to charge it that way. What do you mean you had to? I go, was there some national tuna legislation passed that I'm not aware of? And I'm screaming in the studio now, and people are going to me, shh, shh. And I'm like, okay. I go, well, I want some money back because you overcharged me. He goes, no. I go, no. No, you should give me $5. Now I'm like arguing to get $5 back on a scoop of tuna. And he goes, no, I'm going to, that's it. I go, you're going to charge me like it was a sandwich? I go, I want my whole goddamn sandwich. I got in a cab and I drove all the way back. I made him wrap me up two slices of wheat bread, a pickle. <laughs> oh my God. Those two little swords that go in the, I swear to God, right? <laughs> yeah. Cab ride cost me 38 bucks, but I proved my point.
1: <laughs> now I'm about to make the biggest mistake I've ever made in my entire career. Well, first of all, I got to do this channel five is Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold Call Josh today for your free 48 minute evaluation. That number is nine, five, two, nine, two, five, five, six, oh, eight. All right. Uh, a warning flag just went up because the next segment will, uh, Featured not just one, but two Italians. Ooh. Bob Sansevier and Paul Mercurio up next. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen, just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30 minute treatments with no pain, no downtime. Afterward, I'm telling you, it worked miracles for me. It was wonderful. Right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation. When you book today, receive this $800 offer when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship. Has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you.
2: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as painless to me, has been a longtime
1: customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son, Kyle, was ready
0: to
3: join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they
1: now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to
3: have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilsky.
1: I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising.
3: Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.
1: You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell, good friend of mine, knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows, the original MySlippers, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets. Well, they're back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, regular price, $79.98. For a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and, of course, many more.